This is CliffCentral.com. Yeah, that's Asha Raymond with Good Kisser, which actually is a good way to come into the show this week. Good morning. It's 11 o'clock. That means it's time for Black Life with myself, Demisha Masha. In the studio with me today, I have a very beautiful panel of people that I'm looking at across the desk from me. And uh, today we're going to be talking about all things... I guess alternative when it comes to relationships, when it comes to sexuality, when it comes to lifestyle. So uh, to start off with, uh, let me introduce everyone who's in the show. I'm going to start with the ladies first. I've got the beautiful Tamar Goran. How are you doing? Oh, you're not on. Not yet, <laughs> but you, you know I'm always on, so it's okay. You're always on. Are you a good kisser? Uh, yeah, I'm a wonderful kisser actually. I have about two thousand references to. Is it? Who, yeah. So you can like actually. Bring the references up now. Are they written just, references? Just look in the studio there. There's a few people. All right, but Sia doesn't count. No, well, Sia, <laughs> Sia is my target. Sia, Sia and Jono, both okay. of them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, we've also got Kirtesh. It's Sundar Singh. Uh, yeah, Kirtesh. 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 Or Anglo sized Kirtesh. No, we're not saying it wrong anymore. Kirtesh. <laughs> it's Kirtesh from now on. Kirtesh. Thank you. And Brooklyn, have you um, got uh, like uh, a way we should call your name that, that we've been saying it wrong? Nah. Is there a black version of Brooklyn? No black Brooklyn. <laughs> so if people call you Brooklyn, Kokasi, is it a problem? Kind of, because that's not my name. That's not your name? Nope. Okay, so like this is very odd. You see, everyone else is sitting here like Kirtesh has said that white people generally get his name wrong. Right, and so he's just Kurtesh. You're a black guy called Brooklyn. Now, black people get your name wrong. Yeah, problems. Crazy. So nobody what's gets my name, so it's cool. Like nobody gets it. Okay. Tamal, Tamara, Tama. So I also have this problem. So but it's Tamar, right? I yeah, said it's it right. Tamar, you that's said how. It. That's how you said it to me the first time. Yeah, but I had to send you like 50 memos. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can read. <laughs> well, luckily, I'm a blonde. I can't. So thank God we're not doing this in writing. But but tell me something. Um, being Israeli, Tamar. Already a problem. Is it? Yes. How was it like growing up in Israel? Terrible. That it couldn't have been very alternative. That was like, no. it's one way and that's it, right? It's one way. You go to the army. Well, Israel today is very different, but Israel only exists 70 odd yes. years. So yeah, for me, it was definitely kind of a idea of to be proud of your country. Jews should stick together. You go to the army and then you become a millionaire because you're a Jew. Oh yeah, that's true. That's course, just a phenomenon normal. around the world. Yeah, no. I don't know if there are a lot of... Are there a lot of Rich millionaire Israelis in Israel, or do they have to like leave and go elsewhere? No, you should like, leave to America? Go out because of tax reasons. Oh yeah, okay. But yeah, basically most people there. There is an interesting uh, social, cultural. Okay, it's more social thing that's happening in America. Also happens in Israel. You know, the richer get richer, the poorer yes. gets poorer. Okay, but are there poor people in Israel? Of course. What they're, do you mean? They're, they're the Palestinians. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, I forgot about them. British. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Now, now we're going to be talking about like many different things. So you are, your background is Jewish, Hebrew. Is, is, is being Jewish the religion or is being Hebrew the, I'm, I'm so confused sometimes. Yeah, that's totally not alternative, by the way. It's one of the oldest religions. Um, The Jewish religion. Jewish Jewish religion. That's the religion. I was not actually, yeah, that's the religion. So Israel is Israel. Mm -hmm. There's Muslim. Christian, Jews, yes. Druze, all, er, b Buddhist. You can find anybody yes. and everybody in Israel. Of course, the Jews, you know, there's the whole issue of Jews claiming, trying to make it more Jewish country. I'm a left-wing, more person. I'm a liberal, Democrat. And they let you into the army? 
I've been to the army. Don't, they let don't, you in with those kind of with that kind of <laughs> I ideology. I hid. I hid. I hid my agenda. You had to be in the army, though. It's not like you had a yeah, choice. It's, a it's not like they're like, please pick me, pick me. No, no, please don't pick me. Shit. Okay. Like now, for you, Kritesh, you grew up as Hindu. You still you're practicing Hindu. Still, still, still Hindu. practicing. Yes, of absolutely. course, of course. Um, and in the Indian, uh, I suppose, society, is that mainstream, or do you find that? In the Indian culture, there's Muslims, Hindus, Christians, all sorts. I think if you really go back and, and look at, at, at Indians wherever they are around the world, you'll get everybody. You'll get Hindus, Muslims, um, and other religions living, living all in the same, same place. So, mm. so, I mean, even, even locally, you get Christian people, Hindu people, Muslim people, and we're all Indian at the end of the day, but yeah. the religions are, are different. And one of the things you will find in India is there's a, there's a lot of tolerance. Um, in India originally I mean if you looked mm, Everybody mm. were really And in South Africa is, It's pretty much like that I think smaller towns There's a lot more tolerance Than perhaps the bigger towns Really? So yeah you tend to find That that when you get to an area Where where there tends to be A majority Or then all of a sudden There, there can be some some, okay. some divides But in general As far as as far as we We all coexist We live together yeah. Yes we may We may go to different uh Places of worship at and, different and, days, at and different like days, yeah. and, and that's the way way it is. Matter of fact, I must tell you something really a funny story. Uh, I got a business partner who who just went to Turkey, yeah, and uh, he sent me back this little video, and he said, "Oh, this is amazing!" And uh, can you listen? And he sent this, this clip, and it was obviously the, at a prayer time, and he could hear obviously the call of Muslim people to come in yes. and pray, and he was amazed at how wonderful this is. And I said to him, you know what? If you actually drove thirty minutes <laughs> along the M1, <laughs> really, just just go to Florida. What's it? Uh, you can go to go to Fordsburg, Fordsburg or you can go Fordsburg. to Lanesia, or yeah. you can go to Lodium for that matter. And you, yeah. you this happens every day, a it's few like times, really. a few times a day. But that's that's how the reality of who we are. I mean, here we are, thirty minutes away. He's probably spoken to to. He knows personally a lot yeah. of people who. Of the Muslim religion, he knows everything else, but but literally, uh, for him, thirty minutes away is is where if he had gone there, he could yeah. have taken the same clip and sent it to me and said, and oh, said oh, right this here. is so beautiful." But I mean, I grew up in Pretoria in Sorry. the time like in the eighties, mm-hmm. like at the height when we weren't sure either apartheid was going to survive and we were just going <laughs> to have it forever, or it was going to die. It was at that time. It right? was the little Palestine that maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like good. either this is going to happen forever or it's not going to happen forever. Okay. And um, obviously, at the time, South Africa was 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 very Christian in that, like, we weren't allowed to have magazines that showed naked women, which was which was kind of a farce because you could buy a magazine with a woman who's naked but has stars on a on a nipple. Of course, still which the is same like, problem. With yeah, Facebook. like why do we do that? But anyway, um, and and I found that there was a lot of cultural diversity even among even at that time. So for me. Growing up around people who are Muslim, who are Hindu, who are Jewish, who are Christian, who are African traditional is actually just normal. It's like that's that's how things are. You just like make it work. It's just maybe the holidays might be different. Um, there's the Passover for you guys. So you all get to go off and there's another holiday for the Muslim guys on a certain day. So they get to go off and then the Christians, you know, they're not there on They're not there on Sunday. Uh, and it's normal, you know, and it actually made life wonderful because if you were a Christian, 
all the people who owned Christian shops back in the day would close their shops on Sunday. But then you could go to the to Muslim the and the, the Jewish Muslim. shops. That's what I want to say. You know, and that was great. And the Hindu shops as well, always Absolutely. open. So yeah. it was like, this works out. Econ- Economy-wise, it's worthwhile to have all religions in the same place. I say, thank God, though. <laughs> well, we don't, we're not a, 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 a religious country in that way. Um, and, and I don't mean we should get rid of religion, but we're not, like, we haven't chosen, we're either, we're, we're a Christian state, yes. which means on Sunday everything must close, whether yeah. you believe in that particular religion or not. But today we're also talking about alternative lifestyles And I'd like the young man Brooklyn to jump in on this one Because he is Mr. Alternative Alright Alright Mr. Alternative right. Tell us about What is this alternative What do you guys Where do you guys go um, You know And like pray And stuff uh, Is there such a thing? We, we go to the internet <laughs> we, we live on the we, internet You go s- Straight to the internet He worships you go to the social internet media. Your God is Instagram? Yeah. No, Instagram's no. Oh. so played out. Snapchat. A Snapchat. I want you to oh, teach okay. me get Snapchat. Cool. All right. I still haven't gotten Snapchat. Can you believe? Did you get Snapchat? I, I haven't got you Snapchat. You were here the last I'm not, time. I'm working we, on it. We, You're old. Sorry. We, we I am a little bit older. <laughs> You're old. <laughs> but I'm not old yet. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think, there's still like, time for us. Eh? There's still, there's time. still a lot there of time. Still, I don't think that we've like lost that form of religion. It's just that we have like different ways of portraying it now, I guess. Okay. Like but, we don't need to go to a church to like But do you guys, do you guys, are you in any way spiritual? Is there like yeah, a higher deity of some sort that you think about? Yeah, I think, I think like religion is one of the oldest things in the world. So it transcends. I just think the way that we like... Um, consume religion is like much different now. Okay. So yeah. But here's the thing, you know, I alluded to that fact that in South Africa we were a Christian state, and um, things like sexuality have always been quite suppressed and repressed in this country. Um, and now I think we're seeing the the aftermath of that, which is without proper laws, what happens is we're a country that's like gone into anarchy. Um, Tamar, do you think that in, in more free countries, like when I went to Brazil, like I felt no sexual repression at all, but it seemed, and maybe I couldn't hear the news that well because they're in Portuguese and I don't speak Portuguese, but it seemed they, or maybe they don't report it as much as we do, but they had, they seem to have less incidents of rape and things like that. Well, sexual crimes. Fortunately, I'm not an expert to South America, but I have to agree on one thing. Sexuality is not suppressed. And that's why anger and rage will not always manifest itself through sexual habits or sexual patterns. You will see a lot of killing there. You'll see a lot of crime, but it's not necessarily going to be through uh, sexual acts. Mm. And that's something that really differentiates because the sexual, um, let's call it, Patterns of South of, of Africa has re- really been suppressed by getting all these Western habits and hiding and suppressing all this amazing life force. I see it as a thing that there it was never suppressed or repressed. Yeah, and this is what I think you can't you couldn't really say it. And it's true, it's a hot country. They don't think that to put your you know your booty out there and to put your whole. It's also in Cuba, by the way. The, mm. the body talks. You dance in the street. You show your body. It's a part of cultural behavior. Mm. South Africa and parts of Africa are very different because of the of the suppression. That's my take on it. Okay. Because I, I remember watching a guy take his daughter to school wearing nothing but a Speedo. <laughs> I was like, in in wow. Rio, in, in Brazil. Yeah, in Rio. I was like, <laughs> wow, I've, I've never seen that. Like you're walking in the streets of town, you know? Yeah. Like you don't do that in South Africa. No, you don't. You you're don't. going to town. Like you can do that maybe in your street, hey, in the neighborhood. Hey, but you guys, when I arrived here and I saw ladies with pink robes, with gowns, and flip foot on, on barefoot. <laughs> I was like, what's happening here? Rollers I was shocked. I was like, hair. you're in Kempton Park Mall. You are wearing a gown. 
Yeah. What's happening? Are you in Kempton Park yes, Mall? You yes, see, it's just the I, area you're in. Now, now, now I'm only yeah. in Bramfontein. Now I'm in Bramfontein. Now I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah, now, now you're cool. You're with, the, with, with Brooklyn and, yeah. and, and his pals. Chilling. Yeah. So, so, I mean, for you, Brooklyn, you're, obviously you never experienced some of the things that we experienced because you're younger. How has that shaped, do you think, the way you guys feel about life in general? Um, and did you feel like there was things that you had to, like... I won't say suppress, but get rid of because there was so much doctrine that you had on you from your society that you grew up in, your your parents, your your family, that sort of thing. Definitely, I think like because like my parents and older people still have this like belief system. The way that we're living our life now is like very taboo. So when we're just like there shouldn't be any form of gender roles, we should just be able to live in our bodies and be free. And having your parents and older people be like, but no, you need to be clothed or you need to be definitely affects like our generation for sure. Okay. And you, Kirtesh? I hope Good. I'm getting it right. I keep getting it. <laughs> Kirtesh. Look, I, th- I think, I think we're in transition, you know, uh, in terms of, of where I come from. Um, the, the older generation will definitely try and, and, and suppress and, and, and have their views on how you should act and how you should behave and how you should look. And then we have we we have the other side where we're getting we we're being influenced by the world. I think I think ten twenty years ago when you could control media and you could control what people were seeing and what they were doing, it was a different world. Mm. I think now we're sitting in a world where where these influences are, are, are coming. You can see them. You can't really hide from anywhere. And then it's then it's now becoming really a choice between between what you take on and what you don't. So I think people in general are in transition, and I'm seeing that that all the time and less and less of of this is how you should be this is how you should act i think i think there's a there's a new breed of people out there who are individuals yeah who are beginning to 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 express themselves in various various ways there there is obviously a line between between can you go to work in your speedo or or, or, or go, not in, go not, somewhere not in South Africa. You know, Maybe there, in Brazil. There is, <laughs> exactly. So so there is that in, in South, South yeah. Africa that, that there is a is a gap. But but what's nice and, and often what we overlook in South Africa is that you don't have any laws that really are suppressing what you should wear and and we are mm. pretty free in terms of, of of what you can consume, where you can go, who you can associate with what religion you can have. And that's, that is mm. very, very important that we have that choice. That a lot of places, perhaps you won't have the choice to choose what, what you particularly what you want to follow, right? Exactly. But do you feel isolated where you live? Um, in terms of, you live now in, in a very, I suppose, in a suburb where, do you, do you know your neighbor? I mean, I don't know my neighbor. I, I, I say hi to him, I forgot his name, but I really, like, I don't know the guy. See, that, I, there's a difference. I mean, I think when we, uh, when I lived in Lanesia, we, we, wherever there was a, it's a different vibe there where you knew mm. the entire street. Uh, but then you've got to ask yourselves in those situations, what, what are the things that connected people? And then religion is a thing that would connect people because people would not only meet uh, going to the stores or they would also meet at religious gatherings. They would mm. meet at weddings. So so everybody then got to know everybody. Okay. I think now when you're living in a, in a suburb where you're the only person perhaps of color in the street, okay. uh, it's different because I know my neighbors on yeah. either either side. But, yeah. but but the people in front of me or, or behind, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily know who, who they are. Can I tell you the oddest thing though? Because you said people of color, right? My whole street is black. <laughs> but we don't talk to each other. Like, we just, I tried once to say hello, how you guys doing, and blah, blah. 
and he he was like, I'm good, and he walked back into his house. It's like now I'm in the, I'm in this kind of neighborhood. Don't talk to me, guy. You know, we're not in the township anymore. Which That's is, different. I find strange. It's, it's, it is. It is. It's strange. Like my white neighbors are more open to like, hey, how are you? They're just uh, being. They're just afraid of being sued. You know, being yeah, racist probably, and probably, so. And, yeah. and ending up on Twitter like Gareth. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I think we've had enough foreplay. Should we just get right into it? Yeah. And now get yeah, stuck yeah, in, right? Yeah, I mean, we've like yeah. try to soften the blow. Tantalized. We've tantalized. <laughs> Today we're actually talking, like I said, about everything alternative. Now, the last time we touched on it, uh, especially alternative relationships. We said that there were different types of relationships, which was, I don't know, what do you call it? Just straight, heterosexual, normal? Yeah. You, you had a beautiful word for it. I don't remember what it was. Okay. Um, normal relationship. Mainstream, yeah. yeah mainstream, mainstream okay. yeah. And then there were the others. Say that word again. Like po- polyamorous relationships. Yeah, polyamorous. And, and pol- polygamous, which... Which actually has always been around, especially in Africa. You spoke yes. about Africa. That's, that's just what we do out yes. here. But it was very structured, which means one male can have a few wives yes. and they all need to get along. They all live usually in the same house. It's very, it's a certain type of polyamory. It's, it's yes. not, it, it's not, because polyamorous relationship can be two male and one female. Okay. Can be a couple and a girlfriend live somewhere else. It can be a lot of things. But here in South Africa, in Africa, there's a different tradition and we actually had an interesting chat about that yeah we did but yeah. we're going to bring it here to the studio mm-hmm. today and and i must say i think there's a new kind of polygamy in south africa which is basically if you make enough money as a as, as, as a businessman in south africa a black businessman you, you you kind of are allowed to have a girlfriend what we call a nyati we call her auntie, <laughs> auntie. you know yeah yeah like it's like mangani, mangani, mm, oh, which which is a zulu word for <laughs> the the aunt okay oh. so you can have a mangani if you make enough cash that it doesn't Destabilize our ability to buy Louis Vuitton shoes and bags. Um, the wife knows. N- well, no, it's best okay. that she doesn't know. Okay, um, she's, she's but she kind of knows. She kind of knows, but she doesn't know. Okay. So she's accepting essentially of the situation. Yeah, she just knows that you you, you cannot have that many meetings every night. Yeah, you and, know, and come at, back at a certain from at a perfume. certain time. Mm. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about myself, by of the way. Not. I see how you guys are looking at me. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I met, I met all of them in the Grand. It's okay. So you were not there. That I actually wasn't there. I don't no, even know where that there. place is. But they have yeah. great food. They have great <laughs> amazing food. <laughs> Everyone says that about the Grand. The food is like best. Playboy. But the food is amazing. They even they advertise the, best, the food. Yeah. Exactly. You have the best, the best articles in Playboy, of course. Yeah, yeah. Course. Now, now, here's the thing, right? I think we're all, a lot of people are running around pretending that they're mainstream, but they want something else. And I remember with, with what I read, what you sent me, it was quite interesting that I think a lot of couples... Don't speak the mainstream couples. That's the one thing about being mainstream. Like, you kind of have to say, honey, this is what we are and this is what we'll do and nothing must change. So five years later, you can't come al- along and say, you know what, babes, I love you, but this is how I feel. Cause yes. then it's like, you can't do that. Yeah. So what you're saying is you're describing a reality that we live longer. <laughs> we have more time in our hands. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what to do because we are. It's a very emotional, very, well, we have desires that we are not really admitting. And we are, we are also diverse. We have a lot of sides to us. Mm. And, you know, the world is, I, I think as Kirtesh said, Kirtesh said, uh, that softy, softy Kirtesh. <laughs> Sorry, you know, as a, as a representative of the sex whispering talk. Whispering sexy. Yeah, I really? Have to. <laughs> so as as we discussed it really depends on what we allow ourselves to to do or to be in our society okay so depends on first of all which which relationship you are which country which tradition so forth and then it's honesty 
Because mm. there are plenty of lifestyle you can actually choose from If you have a little bit of integrity And you can actually come to your partner Which is supposed to be your friend Your partner to the journey and say Listen, I have an idea I feel it It's not something that you know came to me and gone, long gone mm. I feel it on a daily basis It's something that kind of occupies me And I want to share with you Still not doing anything about it And then, you know, slowly through communication You can get to so many different things depends on tradition, religion, open mind, and so forth. You can get to kink wow. lifestyle, you can get to polyamorous lifestyle, you can get to swinging lifestyle. It's all different. But the most important thing: Are you doing this behind your partner's back mm. because you're hungry and you're frustrated? Don't think this partner will be the partner to open it up, or he won't handle it, or she won't handle it. Yeah. You see, I mean, you say a lot of interesting things, but from my point of view, where I'm sitting. For us, we think this is just what white people do, okay? <laughs> like, you don't go to your wife True and tell story. her all that stuff. <laughs> you don't go to your, to your husband and say, you know, I've been thinking of bringing another man to the relationship. I mean, I've never met a black couple, either my generation or older, who have kind of made this work and it's everyone's hunky-dory and happy and okay. I By mean, the way, nobody's, nobody's no, ever no, happy. I, I, I haven't, I haven't in, in met, your, met in my circle. I, yeah. I, I haven't. But the reality is... What people do behind closed doors or what they're thinking and how they're feeling and how they're uh, really living their lives is always going to be a mystery. I think we, we, we put a facade in terms yeah. of where we go, how we should look, what success really means, uh, how do I fit in in the culture and what, it, what the expectations people have of me. Mm. And I think that's, that's unfortunately the, what we live in, in the yeah. world we live in now. So, so even if there was somebody in my immediate circle, you would not know. Mm. I have to just say something. There's an amazing pastor. His name is Pastor. I don't know how you spell it properly. Uh, um, let's see. Let's try it. Oh, Pasta Katide. Yeah. I love Pasta Katide. <laughs> he, he just puts it on the table. He just puts it on he the table. Mess so around. He says, leave it, be in a monogamous relationship, be, but have sex, have a lot of sex. Yes, he does. So say this that. is an interesting approach, you know, religious, Christian, yeah. very much, you know, Sunday, gospel, whatever, mm, and mm, you go mm. and you say, sex is amazing, it's a spiritual tool. That's also a way, by the way, to start in chatting about. A good health approach to sex It yeah. can start from there By the way yeah. Okay Because then you're A little bit less Kind of like All these ideas We were talking about Rape mentality in South Africa mm, mm, The idea mm. that you have To demand sex mm. If you put it As a legit thing Between a couple mm. A lot of things Can come up okay. From that Because that's a thing Right and, and with what he was saying I'm not saying that People are not going around Behind their partner's backs No In fact that's the norm The norm is We're not talking about this Yeah and actually, we're not even allowed to talk about the fact that, you know, either as my wife or my husband, you know about this. It's my little thing. You know, you know, it's sort of like I know a lot of people whose parents or they find out at, at the father's wedding that actually had a whole like other families, like three or four of them. Or, you know, uh, I remember going to a funeral and it's like they mentioned the four boys. That this man, you know, he, he passed away And all the bishops were there And all the bishops, funny enough Knew all the mistresses that were actually there in the church as well And all their children There were like maybe 16 other children in the church And they only mentioned the four mm. From the marriage totally. and, and this guy was very open about, you know He's got other people out there yes. You know, and, and, and that's what happened and, and I think that's what we do in South Africa And, I, and I'd say this, especially in the black culture Because it's like, no, we don't talk about that We don't even... We can't discuss it It's not a matter of It's not open to debate mm -hmm. Rather Do what you do But just keep it Under the carpet That's something I think That we will find similar In all the guests All the 
yeah. important guest today that you don't want anybody to judge you in the end of the day. Don't be, you don't want to be unaccepted in your own community. I suppose. Doesn't matter. Even in the swingers community, they identify, identify themselves with certain criteria and they do not want to be identified by polyamorous. Can I so, ask you a question? Of course you can. Are there any sluts in the swinger community? Of course. Or, 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 by that I mean, it's are, a there, are, there, name. are there people who, who call other people like, oh my gosh, but she's such a slut. Yeah, you know, and we're like, we're in the swinging thing and you're going to call some. I don't understand. This polyamorous shit. Yeah. yeah. True story. Uh, true story. Okay, first of all, a man is a slut, a woman is a slut. Let's start from that, right? Oh, so that's like. No, but that's sad. a good thing. It's a bit, that's a bit sad, but yes, we all. I think in, when you're in sexual alternative lifestyle, you actually like to call yourself more sexual, hungry, or sexual, intellectual, or sexual okay. interested. But a slut is like a compliment a bit. But, yeah. uh, but definitely you will say, Oh no, I just swing with my husband on a private club. Look at those couples. They live together in a commune. That's completely disgusting. Now that's amazing to see how ah. in, in, you can find diversity everywhere. And I think what we're doing here in a sense, it's like if you're a alternative, whatever you are, we all understand the lack, the need of lack of judgment. Yeah. This yes. is so important. And yeah. my even call, if you're mainstream, like just yeah, stop judging. Just, let's say we are not that different. Let's say we are not as different as we think from one another. Yeah. First, don't judge. Just see if they hurt you. And if it's not so pleasant to you, then it's a different story. Yeah, but, of course. You can judge that. <laughs> well, yeah, but and then you can You can't judge them. how someone else is living their life. If it's got nothing to do with you, right? I mean, that's, that's the starting point that we're at today. I mean, alternative relationships. Let's go back to, to just Brooklyn for a while. You're in an alternative relationship. Just for those who didn't hear you last time, explain that again. Cause now we've got the expert here who can actually like define it for us. So well, why are you listening? The, the reason why I based my relationship as an alternative relationship is because we believe certain things that aren't mainstream we have a relationship that isn't mainstream because it is interracial as i said and that is already frowned upon like we have to face judgment we have to face being called racial slurs or whatever we believe in different religions we feel we don't give a fuck about pc culture we don't care about that um we just want to be i guess left center and already in in mainstream relationships and monogamous relationships and relationships that view our relationship in a different way, that's a problem. Can I ask, which relationship are we talking about? His relationship. Yes, with yes. who? With my girlfriend. With oh, girlfriend. okay, cool. So you live in alternative, like an alternative relationship. I don't know what's so alternative about that. Yeah. Like black so, and white people oh, have been getting it on for years. Interracial. Yeah, but okay. the reason why I, I say you have a relationship with a computer, maybe for, with a computer. But still, I mean, the fact that we're, it's not being accepted. No, no, whereas totally. a monogamous, one race, one kind okay, of. Okay, so it's monogamous, every like, het like heterosexual, but just black and white. Yeah, I have to be honest. I'm from a different country, and I don't really dig into this. I don't understand it. I'm like the one who came, like, guys, what are you fighting about? You're also beautiful. Let's just, I, you know. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But but as I arrived, I started noticing that I look at interracial couples weird. I'm like, that's so good. I love that. Oh, so they're cute. so cool. Exactly. And yeah. that's judgmental as well. Exactly. But tell me, like, well, why I, is it better than, or when I see like a, a white couple adopt a black girl, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so good. They are such good people. And you know what? I, I realized that South Africa opened my eyes that we don't even know that we might be until, until I see a black couple adopt a little black, a little white baby, that's not cool. I'm not going to be so okay right. with that. Okay? Tanisha, you're the first that's one not to cute. go. Go for it. Go for I, it. You know what I want to do? I want to go to America and adopt a blonde white girl with blue eyes and for my wife her. and I. Because, you know, like, and give her a better life. You're right. Because I can, you know. Like, let her, like, 
know what it's like to have a swimming pool and, and a tennis court and, and, things, and a pony. You're so right. So I don't think she's going to get that in America. You're so right. Yeah. But the, yeah. the rea- reality of the situation, there are there are people in the, even South Africa who who are, are also in a, in, a, in, a, in a position where they they would also uh, want to gain access. To a swimming pool and whatever, and they happen to be white. So the reality is, it I don't even have to right go to here. America. No, you don't. I no, mean, but I think, I think it's the principle. I have to go there because, I mean, why must I adopt a a white South African? I mean, they're just on my doorstep. It's yeah, the, there's no novelty to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are, are you doing the movie star thing where you should adopt yes, someone from yes, a completely yes, different yes. country? I'm doing what Madonna did and, uh, and, and everyone else. They, they I get come it. here. I get it. But so <laughs> because I'm a South African, like, well, you know. My agent says I'm a movie star, but BC would disagree. I'm a South African TV star, soap star. I'm going to go to America. Yes. Because that's where, like, you know, the, especially Michigan. That's where the poor people live. Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go to Detroit. And, and, and I am so going to do this campaign with you. But no, it's going to give it a sexual <laughs> should we, contest. Should we pretend we're together like we're a black and white no, couple? No, you're much cooler so with cool. your wife. You already have a baby. I suppose, hey. Yeah, you're like doing the whole but we're thing. we're just black. It's like it's... <laughs> Nobody will even mention yeah, us. We're just like yeah. these black people. No, you're not. You're a movie star. Yeah, that's yeah, true. but we are. Hey, yeah. Yeah. you are a movie star. You and the Photoshop can do a bit of like light color. But she is very light skinned though, so yes. yeah, yes. that helps. Yes. I was going to say this: though. you were saying when you came to South Africa, you started noticing interracial relationships. Mm. What you, you saw them all the time in Israel? Do they happen? I mean, I've never seen an interracial relationship. Okay, Israel, Israel. has like five people, so it's kind of like yeah. <clears throat> okay, eight million, but who's counting? Um, most of the, no, I don't want to say bad things. So okay, no, don't say yeah, bad yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So beautiful, beautiful women. I just think Israel. Just look at my goodness. Jerusalem, I didn't want to leave. Jerusalem. Yeah, well, it is beautiful historically. It's just what. I'm saying the women were beautiful. Oh, the women were Even beautiful. Even the men. Oh, their, eyes. their eyes. Their eyes. Now, don't come to South Africa. They're just mixed. That's yeah. the beautiful thing. I think that's what's going to happen also here mm-hmm. in a certain point. Um, Israel is a great location, location, location. You know, Europe, Asia, Africa. It was the best strategic place to actually tent, uh, pitch your true. tent. That's where it all started. I have a theory about that. It's kind of clear. It was just a good way to trade. Through mm. that country mm. But never mind Of course We're not going to Say anything else um, In Israel Most people come from North Africa Jews mm. Like yeah, uh, Okay uh, Morocco Ethiopia. Morocco Ethiopia But Ethiopia came later the, the big migration From Ethiopia Came only in the 90s Oh you mean like In this century Yes So Israel Was actually When, when it was declared um, most Jews came from Eastern Europe after the war, yes, after yes, the Holocaust. Yes, of course, yeah. And the, the other, the second wave came from North, North Africa oh, that's, that's and true. some Arabic countries that actually the Jews felt like this is a good time to leave. Yeah. Um, so you see an interesting mix, but it's more like colored people and white people yes. and much lighter tones. So it's mm. actually even mm. more like Indian color. Mm. Um, you see less blacks and only after the Ethiopians arrived and then we had a whole, now we are actually dealing with a very, very interesting, Issue with uh, people from Eritrea, yeah. That all, all these my, all these uh, refugees, you see thousands and thousands, thousands of them, and it's something that we only now noticing, kind of like the the different, let's call it colors. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't something but, I was used to. I mean, in Israel. Before you ask that question, before you ask that, I'm sorry to jump in. You, we're on this amazing thing. Hold on to that. We have to go to an ad break and pay the bills around here. So uh, we'll be right. I back. have five rand. <laughs> no, that won't do it. Sibanya Gold. We believe leaders are made, not born. We also believe we can create a sustainable legacy by helping to develop tomorrow's leaders today. Which is why we have partnered with the Leadership Platform to nurture leaders who are committed to growing our country's economy. 
we are proud to say it's an initiative that's already showing glittering results. Sibanya Gold. We are one. And we're back. Um, you were going to ask a very interesting question, Kathesh. Well, I mean, uh, the question in my mind is as, as uh, people of different ethnic backgrounds, colors or whatever, come into Israel, is that, that not inevitable then uh, they will assimilate and interracial c- couples will be a reality you know, going, going forward. Abso- absolutely. So it's happened all over. And I find that, that sometimes the relationships that happen is, is when you take away all the rules and everything else, people with a common interest, people who, who eventually have a, have a, whether it's common mindset, feel the same way in the same situation. There are many factors that really drive people to being together. Uh, that is, is a natural thing. And I suppose all over the world, that has really happened. In places where there are rules, in places where there are no rules, it's, it's, it's naturally what has happened over time. So, so I mean, Israel is going to face that, and people are going to see that more and more uh, as, as, as this happens in the next 10, 20 years. Now, the question I have is a lot of uh, – I want to ask you, because I'm, I do a lot of business with, with, with people who, who are Jewish, and a lot of people have left South Africa. Hence, and millionaires want to be millionaires. Yes, and, and, and have gone to Israel. Lately, I've heard a lot of people going to Israel, and it seems to going be a, a, an agenda that, that a lot of people who have businesses and, and whatever else. So, so that's the reality. Is I mean, this interracial society is going to be in Israel eventually. So, your question is about people going back to Israel yeah, or the, about how, interracial? It, it's it's about how Israel itself will accept that. Is is Israel is such a good example to look at a little bit what's happening in South Africa. There was a strong agenda of something very wrong that is happening there. And slowly social media and the world of knowledge, the world of understanding of economics is interfering and kind of taking over. And the more it's taking over and the more liberal it becomes, the people that are extreme become also more violent or more, Uh, let's call it, uh, loud. uh, uh, So Israel now for me is not an uh, optimal country to live in because when I say that I believe in two countries to two nations, because I just believe that everybody should go to school and everybody should go to varsity. uh, And, you know, if you have... Love each other. Well, love each other is kind of like, you know, I know we love each other, (laughs) but uh, it's a bit harsh, but yeah, definitely. You know, because can I tell you something? If we all just made love to each other, it would just make life easier. That's how we try to solve it here. One room, a bit of a bit of alcohol. You don't yeah. understand what's going to happen. And a bit end of up with a whole the bunch water. of colored people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, listen, it's, it's true. Really touch, just try touch. If if we would have, okay, it sounds really bad coming from me, but if we would have touched each other a bit more, in I think own, so though. Yes, in a safe in a safe environment, of course. Yeah, only in a people loving would choose. Way. But only people would choose. But if we would have touched more. It would be a little bit different. We are distinguishing ourselves from, you know, and we are also isolating ourselves. That's something that happened in the last thousand, a few thousands of years. But going back to your question about Israel, it is something that is happening regardless. It will happen. The world is happening. The bio- biology wants, evolution wants interracial. If you put a bunch of people in the same room, women will be actually attracted to men that are different from them. Like what? biologically, yeah. The scent of, like, because it's better, in the DNA form because like it wants to be mixed because it's a stronger DNA result. Really? Yeah, which is not by the way parallel to what's happening in the animal kingdom but 
with us we would like to because because of disease and evolutionary disease in yes. between tribes and in between like ancestry and stuff yeah. so this is something that we'll be attracted to each other because you have a different scent than me so because I'm white and you're a gorgeous black or, you know I'll give you another compliment a gorgeous white lady yeah thank right. you so yeah going back to the, your question it's happening but it's becoming more it's becoming more difficult it's becoming more difficult because now actually the true colors of people that just 70 years ago were in holocaust you know and, and and had no country and nothing they are now coming as the same there's a lot of aggression coming this is mine don't give my country away and i understand where it's coming coming from but again a lot of violence All right, i'm gonna cut it i'm yes, gonna please. cut in right there because please. uh we're not here to talk about okay the israeli situation yeah actually we're here no, to we're talk not. about polyamory and that's why i ran away polygamy. from israel yeah and 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 multiple partners and things like that i mean how do you start that conversation with your partner so we said you can't <laughs> okay let's say let's say okay your partner is now finally ready to hear it how do you how do you like what okay. what is like you said about polyamory yeah. it's a woman can have two men in her life. Yeah. Do they, do these two men have to be lovers? I always thought polyamory meant two people were bisexual and one person was in love with both of them. Unfortunately, there's no rules. I'm oh. so sad to say that. Okay. It's a, it's all depends on what you really need. Okay. First, you need to be really, you need to know yourself. Okay. What do you want? What is your fantasy? What do you really want to do in real life? Then you get to an understanding with your partner, even just to talk about it. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's amazing to have a fantasy life. You can have all the fantasies in the world. You don't have to make everything in real life. Yeah. And then there's different ways to go about it. You can go see a counselor. You can go see, go to do a workshop. If you're both very into women, if you're both very into, um, I don't know, Men. trying something alternative of just, and you know, some things like polyamorous, you can't really predict because usually it doesn't start from, I fell in love with you and now I'm, f I'm in love with two men. It doesn't start like this. It starts from curiosity and then you start go about it. You start introducing yourself to, to this world. So you can go to a sex party. You can go to a workshop. You can go to a lecture. There's so many things out there. You can watch YouTubes that talk about it, blogs. Great way to go about it. Not, not to, 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 don't, don't expose yourself. Just see some blogs of people that have tried it. See what you're connected to. You don't need to fit into a label. How is it different to polygamy? What you just explained to me now. Okay. Because polygamy is when you marry another woman. Not right? necessarily, or but another you live, man. Okay, yeah, but you live in a relationship. There's usually a primary mm -hmm. relationship and ah. a secondary relationship. Oh, I have a friend. Oh, she lives. There's a couple. They yeah. They told the kids they want to have other relationships. The husband found two other women. They are in beautiful uh, connection. The kids know about them. It's a secondary, which means the wife gets to keep him in the house, and he spends one night there, two nights there, according to agreement. Other relationship. There's a beautiful movie called Five to Seven, if I'm not mistaken, or Five. Uh, I think from Write five to down, seven. Yeah, no, no, we'll put a few things in the podcast page about how do you go about it. But it's all about, it sounds so cool and fantasy. And then fuck, jealousy comes around and all of a sudden I'm, I'm so cool. I want you to have fun. You're my husband. I want you to have another woman, but I'm jealous. Jealousy will never go away, by the way. Mm. Even if you're in another relationship, you'll still have all these issues. So first be true to yourself. What do you really want? Do you want just a bit of spark? Do you really feel that you fell in love with another woman or man and you want to actually bring it to the family? Or you just want to have a little bit of fun and go from time to time to a nudist beach and show your Yeah, what if you African just want to, what pride. if you just want, like every now and again, you just want to go to a bachelor party and just do what See you want to do? Yeah. Well, what do you call that? What if you just want to have different girlfriends every now and again? <laughs> uh, you see, that's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> But, but doesn't it, doesn't it come back to what you've done together with your partner versus yes. what you've done behind her back? Yeah. Right? So mm -hmm. what you're saying, you want to go to, uh, the question still remains, is it behind her back or 
Or have you have you discussed? Am I getting how, that? How do you You're even have that discussion? Listen, right. babe, I love you, right? I'm not necessarily trying to fall in love with other people, but what I'm trying to do is every now and again when I go out clubbing, I want to have a couple of one night stands. Put that on the table. See how it happens. <laughs> Elvis has left the building I'm dropping my mic Dropping the mic Yeah uh, Well good luck with that I, 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 w- I would like to make a video Like a blog with of that And see what happens the I, would, I would not dare say such a thing <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. even admit to it You're an actor You have some friends Just kind of You know Act a little scene there And, and, and show it to your wife and say, What do you think babe No yeah. I'm kidding But okay. what do you call that guy you call, you call it the illusion Hashtag um, magic fix It okay. doesn't exist unfortunately right. That guy is a guy Or a girl mm. Just say I don't want to confront I don't want to admit Of what I really want I want to live A double standard life Or I'm oh, Sorry that's judgmental Double life And I'm actually Quite scared to lose my partner And that's actually Quite beautiful okay. I don't want to lose my partner I'm really afraid Then you do a bit of research The world is a jungle Of information On the internet You know Brooklyn can help me And understand People blog every sorry for my language, every fart they do. Okay, so yeah, every, do. every person has an opinion, like yeah. an asshole. South Africa, so, yep. But we can really, we can really get a little bit of opinion, a bit of research about, it. and then you find a blog that actually a couple did of how they started. Like I have amazing, amazing friends. Okay, they were Catholic, not Catholic, but extreme Christians, mm-hmm. and they were Catholic. Re- yeah, well, kind of, I, sorry, I'm Jewish. I'm patronizing. Um, so kidding I'm an atheist actually But They were extreme They were so religious And Obviously before marriage They didn't have sex So they just rubbed Everything they could You know And in the end of the day They got together <laughs> Seven years They didn't have sex Seven years There was so much trauma So much shame Hang on the Seven years while they were married Yes And that was the crazy part Because they were so good Christians And then all of a sudden From no You get to go And what do you do You become a sexual being And then to be a mother I'm not a sexual Seven creature Seven years Seven years They, can, they told me They can you count You could May as well kill me and then they realize they both want to investigate explore. Today they live the most beautiful lives. They are the most in love couple and they have experiences with other people, but they define themselves as a couple who's not getting into relationships with other couples. So that's just one story to show how from they're good people, they're beautiful Christians, they're not harming anybody. They just explored and went in and they went specifically to John T, okay, which is uh he's a therapist that works with conscious sexuality. Uh, and he just helped them to explore themselves. He didn't preach them to nothing. They're not supposed to be anything. They just, okay. yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? I, um, <clears throat> how, if our society was more open like that, do you think that the business that we have, the underground business of, uh, I'd say, uh, uh, prostitution, um, brothels that we know exist out there, but are illegal? Would would they start losing business? Would that be not good for them? I would like to hear uh, our panel opinion, and I'll tell you something from personal okay, well, experience. Okay, I'll, I'll ask Kartesh because he's the businessman. Yes, in the room, <laughs> yes, right. Yes. Suddenly now, the demand for prostitutes has gone down because you don't need that anymore. You don't have to be like running around behind people's backs. You just like go to a house party, and good things are happening. Suddenly, the grand is losing money. You know, or no, do you you'll think see that will never women. happen because like the food is that good. It yeah, really is that yeah. good. <laughs> no, you'll see a lot of fat women there because they'll come with their husbands. You see, that's and the thing, right? Eat. You'll just see like your fat neighbor's wife, like trying to dance on a pole. It just won't work. Yeah. So, so the question is: Is do I think those businesses from, from would close down? Basic economics: demand, supply. 
I think I think it would it the demand supply would definitely change. Okay, so I think I think it will affect business in a couple of ways. One is is first of all price. Perhaps if you if you're overpaying somewhere, it comes down. That's ah. that's the one that's the one thing, right? So, so the entry se- second, charge for the the entry, look at Amsterdam. Absolutely, the entry charge would would be lower. Do I believe that those businesses that exist? Uh, matter of fact, could even expand because now it is legal. I don't have to have one little, uh, you know, store that's around the corner oh, in one location. It would be open. It would be everywhere. It would be like so, Amsterdam. Correct. It would be like Amsterdam. And I think, I think then people won't frown upon it. People will, will, I mean, I was, I've been to Amsterdam when very first time when I started articles. How old were you, were you, were you I was 20, 22. I, I joined a firm called Arthur Anderson and we did training in Holland. And this was the, the great eye opener in, in it was the 1992. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I went to Holland and, and we did training in, in Eindhoven. And one of the days we went into Amsterdam and the very first place we walked along the canal and we, we visited and what was accidentally. How did we get into the red light district? Oh we were, God. we were curious. We were curious as South Africans. I mean, imagine coming from a in country, 92, 92 there was nothing. On, there right? was nothing. Correct. There was scope Correct. magazine. Lost there, was, life. there was scope <laughs> that, that literally was hanging next to the owner's desk and you yes. had to go there and he, you know, you'd have to ask him to please get plastic. I, and he knew your parents, so he <laughs> wouldn't sell it to you and all sorts of reasons so you had to get someone else to go into the store to buy it for you those those that was the yeah. background okay and i remember standing there and and somebody walked up to me with a newspaper under his arm and he says excuse me sir are you next and i said no i'm just you know browsing this is in uh, amsterdam this is in amsterdam yeah. he opened the door he went in and the curtains closed yeah and that's the the reality i think i think if you legalize that's so polite it, excuse me sir yes. exactly. are you next am i next and i looked at him i said uh, no i'm not and he said okay well then i'll proceed and he opened the door and he went inside it was a very civilized yes uh, you know what a great conversation mm-hmm. correct i remember standing in a line in mcdonald's in, in you know <laughs> the same conversation <laughs> absolutely so so i think I think if you're asking me what will happen here is I think a lot of the abuse, you remove the, Ill- the, the illicit illegal trade, you mm. remove, okay. uh, you know, the sort of yeah. um, exploitation element. I mean, in even that. in terms of disease, right? Because it improves. at the end of the day, because I've health. seen, I mean, we've all seen on Oxford. Um, is it Oxford? Just by, in fact, Rivonia, n- not too far from the Shah yes. Garage by, by Mercedes Benz, mm-hmm. opposite Chrysler. There's a, there's a, there's a bus stop. And you're driving past at night, and obviously oh. there are women there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prostitutes. There's a very famous spot there next to, um, in Hyde Park area, but yeah. it, just next to between Hyde Park Randburg. And there's the most beautiful girls stand there, and they do the regular spot and yeah. so forth. And that's 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 a reality. A couple of things happen around that kind of, you know, um, business. Um, I spoke to a guy who's an anti-hijack specialist, and he says a lot of men get hijacked because of that, right? So yeah. you go there, yes. you get hijacked uh, because the woman says, go around this corner, go around yes. that corner, park here, and then suddenly someone comes and points a gun at you, takes your X5. You go to the police station, and you can't tell them <laughs> that I actually had picked up a woman, yes. uh, and you tell them a different story. So they, they never really can help you and find mm. your car and things like that. Also, the other thing is the abuse of the women there, you know, where people don't pay them, or they, they, they rape them, or they beat them up, the policemen take advantage of them all those things would i suppose be taken away because there is a country in the world where they've legalized it outside of amsterdam and that's in holland rather and what country is that i'm about prostitution yes 
Um, that's a field that I'm not exactly the expert in. I'm more. In but just as a, as a, as a person who knows. I, I, who no, reads. I'll research it. I don't know. I actually don't, no don't one know knows? which what, what prostitution. Dang, I can't remember, but it's one of those Scandinavian countries okay. out there, right? And they said that the incidence of sexually transmitted diseases um, has reduced. Has reduced. Uh, uh, um, these women who are in prostitution, and I'm not saying that prostitution is wonderful if you legalize it and everything like that, but I'm just saying that some things, when they come into the light, are actually become better for the society. It's interesting what you're saying because I wanted actually to add to Kirtesh. Kirtesh, uh, I'm just useless. Um, in that, I'm very good at other things like uh, admin, but <laughs> that sounds good. So anyway, what I wanted to say to you is that from business point of view, we already know online porn online uh, any sex sex exchange or sex okay when you pay for sex online it's the biggest trade in the world okay we had a whole show about it in in sex talk mm. the fact that this is how online actually transactions started mm. through the sex yeah. industry yeah. so that's obvious and interesting enough in researches and in uh, articles they're they're pointing now that if you're going to try to make porn illegal or websites like that illegal there's going to be increase you can never actually you can never try to stop something that is so strong okay mm. so what you're saying is 100% true from my experience when we created some expos that has to do with sensuality different lifestyle different lifestyles touch workshop for couples so forth i had to work Sorry, I won't say it as a negative thing. I work with people from the industry um, because I couldn't find models that would be comfortable to actually be touched by other mm, people mm, and mm. show their bodies in public. So it was pretty like right. I had to choose uh, escorts and travel models. And it was very harsh because it's such a hypocrite mm. and such a sad industry, actually, mm. because you choose all these young girls. You say, no, no, you're not a prostitute. You're a travel model. And it was for me a very hard mm. It's a hard point of view to understand that this is actually all a part of the fact that we are suppressing it. We're not allowing people to feel what they want to. We have right. to we have to put it aside, shameful, yeah. guilt, all that, and then you get the prostitution growing, the whole thing of human trafficking. We ha we we get somebody nourishes and and gives it nutrients. Yeah, because I, I want to now go straight into the business of of what you do. It's not you're not running a brothel or anything like that. If anything, you are it's a helping. good business, but I don't. <laughs> That's a, you'd make a lot of money. I will. <laughs> but but how do you how do you even put it out there that you want to help couples? You want to help individuals with their sexuality. Okay. How do you turn that into a business? I, I actually kind of moving away because I'm I'm John T. Searle's student. I studied from him a lot, and he's hands on. He's doing the therapy. He's preaching. Okay, not in his church, yeah. but he's teaching. And he does a lot of workshops. What I realized that I'm better in the creating a space, okay. having a chat, coaching, helping just to understand what are your needs. I'm not necessarily going to tell you that you need to do anything. We're going to talk about it. We're going to understand what's out there. So I'm creating, and that's my own thing, creating like a central hub, mm, which mm. places you can actually go to learn from, which articles should you read, what mm. are central products, what is central friendly uh, workshops are there So for me That's what drives me so, I, w I want to create A safe Private mm. So you, uh, you, you You are targeting Obviously people Who are exploring The idea Of Or, of, or curious Or are curious yes. uh, I mean one of the things In there must be what are the consequences once you've explored this and you come to the conclusion that one it's right for one person but wrong for the other? Is that is that uh, something that that's, that you have to deal with? That's a hard point. What you are, sounds rule mm. thirty four. That's a mm. tough one. Um, 
Yeah, when people come to a point that something bothers them. And by the way, it has to do with family orientation, want to have kids, don't want to have kids. I'm Jewish, you're Christian. doesn't matter, or sexual preferences or just sexual appetite. Sometimes couples need to part because they realize it's not compatible. Luckily, in the sensual world, there's, you can't, when I say sensual, I kind of put aside and I'm putting a big X on violence, um, forcefulness, um, I'm the man or I'm the woman, I'm going to decide. So it's, when you say sensual, you say, let's talk about it. You say, it's, it's, it's something that we are putting out there to explore. It's not something that I'm determining. Okay. But we are trying to do something together. So yeah, it's, 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 let's try and work with what we have and let's, let's decide that, you know, I want to have another girl. You don't, we're not compatible. But, but sometimes that can be positive, right? So if, if two people, perhaps it is an issue that they, that they're grappling with and perhaps then coming to you, you come together and there's a common understanding that can actually build a relationship, can't it? 100%. And sometimes even if people have to part, that can still be positive because they can find the love that they've been looking for. There are so many reasons why we are in a relationship. Most of them is comfort mm-hmm. and kind of like we want to please our families. Okay. I have to be honest, for me as an alternative person as well, and you know, I have my share of trying all the different lifestyles. Mm. Now that I have a partner, my family is beyond themselves. It's amazing how I feel so accepted all of a sudden. Like, uh. I've been doing my thing, I'm pursuing my dreams, I'm living my truth, and feeling so lonely. Uh-huh. And now when I have a partner, they're like, you did it, you made it in life. So think about the pressure from an Indian family, you know, traditional, Absolutely. African, cultural, you know, not African culture. just think about it. It's, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with this every As a day. Man or yeah. a woman, I can't be 40 years old and still thinking, oh, I'm not sure if I really want to get married, mom and dad. They'll but, be like, you need to get married. We need this wedding. But Brooklyn, this is what I'm expecting from you because you are a child or actually a youngster of the, of the new world to create different, like a different alternative cultures and countries that will eventually just will be more about what we have in common and less what we want to differentiate and this is something that the world is trying mm. to understand how to do are you, are you finding it easier amongst your peers and and and, and all those people uh brooklyn that um, uh, you 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 are more accepted and you're not as lonely perhaps as our generation definitely i am finding it. as i said it is still a struggle but mm. i am finding it more easier and i'm finding it that there are more people that i can speak to are your parents accepting though yes definitely oh, okay Great. My parents are super accepting. We were going to go into this whole segue. I was going to try and bring the business of this whole thing into it. <laughs> I was so clever. But it didn't kind of work out. But I think, Kartesh, from here, what I've heard is, you know, like there was an explosion of personal and life coaches that kind of happened Absolutely. in the late 90s. Yes. This sounds like it's a, there's going to be an explosion because we're, we're getting to a point where people need this to happen. They need to deal with this. Do you see this uh, business model being similar to that one? Absolutely. I think, I think what we're finding is whenever there's a human need, uh, and, and that need is, is, is you're able to, to go out and express that need and look for people to help you. That, that automatically results in people filling that void by offering services in that, in that space. Mm-hmm. So, so if people begin to explore this and, and all of a sudden you will find that whoever's there will be, will be very busy. And then other people will look in and say, well, if, if, if they are so busy doing this, maybe I should add that too. And all of a sudden, you'll get an explosion because that's the way business works. When yes. there's a need and, and you can exploit that need by offering a service, people will come into the, into the marketplace offering, offering a service, uh, you know, every, everywhere, small towns. Uh, you'll just find that as, as, as a way, uh, you know, the economy or that sector will grow. Yeah. 
and and is and and how do you plan to monetize your business at the moment? Well, sell sure my body, you know, basically, and uh, <laughs> the old-fashioned way. Well, I don't want to do a lifestyle business, so I'm not going to sell my body. Yeah. It's kind of you know time-consuming. Okay. Yeah, you can only uh, do it, like one person yeah, at a time. Uh, yeah, yeah, and to have some girls is tricky, you know. Then yeah, uh, yeah. they then take the Audi. No, sorry, okay. I'm just cynical. But but what that. is your plan? I mean, how do you make? How do you intend to make this happen in in this new age of technology and and everything else? Are you going on the internet? And it's it's something that I'm cooking right okay. now. It's coming along. It's coming along. For me, it's to help the sensual, safe, empowering. For people, for women in South Africa, in Africa, we need that. We need that. Yeah. A, a safe place to give a little bit of alternative to porn, yeah. because from porn and Hollywood will not, we will not have answers it's, because that's that not real. Because right? no, either rom- no. Hollywood rom coms or exactly. porn. Exactly, porn. That's it, and that's what we're so attracted because we want a quick fix. But again, we established the fact that we can't have quick fix. So porn is a great business, but I'm not supporting that necessarily. Yeah. In my hub, I believe there's going to be sensual porn, and there's going to be very cool alternative because I'm not trying to change. And that's for you, Kirtesh, that I am going to use beautiful. Uh, ways of, econo- of economy of trading on the online business like ideas of maybe webcam even and mm. uh, dating sites and so forth that are very popular and making money but there's going to be an alternative to make it safe and happy and exploration zone and playground that's awesome. basically where I'm going to on that note we are out of here we'll see you next week this is cliffcentral.com